0: Ooh, taste it Hey, what's on your plate? Is it good? Is it great? Come on, don't hesitate. Sit, on Sit on down down with, with the UnBougie, un-bougie Food aid. When you're cooking at home, wanna set the right tone. Just pick up the phone. Sit, on Sit on down down with, with the UnBougie food. Aid. Good morning, good morning, Twin Cities. This is Wesley Wright, your Bougie foodie. You're back again. I hope you're tuning in this morning because uh, there's some sadness in in the air. (laughs) There's some sadness in the air. I mean, for all, for the right reasons, of course. But before we go into the sadness... And you'll understand about the sadness. I mean, I think if, we're, if you've been listening to the news, you definitely know that we're not going to be having the uh, Minnesota State Fair. But we'll be talking about that in a minute. Not because we're going to talk about that specifically, but what you are going to do alternately. Uh, so I want to thank you and welcome you to the show. Uh, as you know, the Ambuji Food, uh, the Ambuji Foodie is a food show, and uh, you know it's a show for you as well. The community. Uh, and across the nation too. And so if you're listening online, uh, maybe through the TuneIn app, or if you're on your desktop computer and you're visiting www.tunein.com, um, you could simply search for WEQY and be able to stream the show live. But locally, uh, you could definitely hear that on uh, the show on WEQY 104.7 FM. Especially if you're on the east side of Los—I um, was going to say Los Angeles. Ooh, dang! I know, right? Mm-hmm. Sorry, my bad. <sighs> my mind is elsewhere, sort of. Um, not really, but that was a slip of the tongue. Uh, so, as you know, it's myself, uh, the Ambuji Foodie, and my co-host, <laughs> the Ambuji <Un-Bougie> Foodie Junior, <laughs> my nephew. Um, thank you again so much for being here. We want to encourage you to you know join in the conversation if you have suggestions or you want to comment uh, give a shout out or even talk about maybe a business that you really feel needs to be highlighted please feel free to give us a call here at the radio station it is 651-200-3479 again 651-200-3479 our social media uh, is uh, on Facebook is the UnBougie Foodie Instagram is the underscore un-bougie foodie uh, Twitter is at UnBougieFoodie. And also I want to invite you to visit my website too, which is www.TheUnBougieFoodie.com. Again, you'll see uh, articles, here, past episodes. Um, just g- get an idea of, you know, maybe food that I've been eating, making, creating. Uh, more so, oftentimes it happens to be food that I've eaten out anyway uh, during this time period of the coronavirus, COVID-19 and us being at home I really admittedly have not been going out and I think um, a lot of people are doing that, they're cooking at home, I've been seeing a lot of I'd say home cooks
1: yeah a lot of of culinary creativity going on, making
0: things happen I mean coming up with new ideas for their, or just meals for their family. Um, you know, they pulled out a, maybe a cookbook or maybe those, those grandmother recipes and, you know, this is what my grandma used to make and reminding them of, you know, it is possible to actually still make it through this COVID-19 without, um, really relying a lot on eating out. Um, people are low on funds, Um, Some restaurants, unfortunately, are, are, you know, they either had to close their business or, you know, they're doing a very scaled down version of their menu. So curbside service or takeout only. Mm -hmm. So it can be done, uh, but it can be done. (laughs) So, again, I want to encourage you, please feel free to use the telephone number. I'll give that to you one more time, which is 651-200-3479. Again, 651-200-3479. Again, we're here at the radio station. Can take your calls, can have a conversation with you. uh, So we welcome you. I think I'm just going to jump right in with the whole... (laughs) I feel bad <laughs> about the Minnesota Fair. I mean, yeah, it's it, a big thing. It anyone that has been to, when I say anyone, I, I'm really talking to those that have never been to many Minnesota. Um, so, if you're listening across, you know, the country, or some, you know, maybe family members or whatnot, even fam- some of my family members have actually come and been to the fair. But I'm just saying those that have not I know other states they have their own County fair and so forth But Minnesota is like One of the biggest in the nation If not I think it is the biggest uh, if I'm not mistaken I mean people come from states around uh, They make their vacation plans Based upon when the When the fair is going to be so it is It is not just a, a small little event Or oh it's just for the weekend It is literally f- like 14 days Of food and fabulousness Yeah seriously uh, Minnesota
1: State Fair hit different I Yeah, don't know.
0: <laughs> And even though we're not going to be able to have that Minnesota The great Minnesota sweat together <laughs> Still I mean it's We still have an opportunity if you would still remembering about our social uh, our social distancing uh, there's so many things to you know to think about in this instance but social distancing how many people could actually be gathered in a particular place so if you notice on my post that I uh, mentioned this morning prior to the show beginning, you know i i asked you i put that question out there to you the community what exactly is it that you are planning to do and i did get one or two um comments uh you know one and i thank them for it too because i appreciate it um uh, let me see who said uh well, I'll say, I'm not going to use anybody's name. One person's name I will use. Chef Jemetta Raspberry, thank you. She mentioned she's going to do a whole lot more dining outdoors. So if anything, restaurants that will have the opportunity uh, to have that space for outdoor dining definitely is going to get a lot of focus on. Mm -hmm. Uh, Another friend uh, commented that um, even though they've, they really are going to be lost without being able to do a barbecue or large parties, but you know, they're, they're going to do something. They're going to definitely do something, especially because they're celebrating a special day for, you know, a loved one. So, uh, again, feel free to leave a comment. Uh, I'll share that online, uh, or just over the air. If you would, I promise not to use names aside from chef Jemetta Raspberry. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, again, what do you think, nephew? I mean, it it's, it's hard for me. I'm throwing the question at you only because you've been here. You really haven't had an opportunity to do other things aside. I mean, like, you know, food things yeah. aside from, yeah, the food and wine we went to, but other food things, you know, and because of the summer sorry I'll, I'll let you answer in just a moment but because of the, like the summer a lot of these activities and food events happen during late spring early summer or throughout the summer uh i could think of a number uh, at least two right now that come to the top of my head aside from the state fair there is grill fest that is going to ha- be ha- well yeah that's supposed to be happening. Whoa. I, I was supposed to be happening. I think the end of this month, if I'm mistaken, but it might be moved, uh, until October. Um, then there's also, uh, well, there's the beer dabbler, but that's not really food. <laughs> um, but again, there's so many other different, uh, events. There's a, a cider festival. That's, um, you know, that I think is supposed to happen this year as well. Uh, as well as God, I think a, f- a food truck festival, um, uh, the one in Uptown. There's also supposed to be one here on the east side of uh, of Saint Paul. So there are so many different things. But you've only been here a short space of time, considerably a short space of time, almost a year. What do you think might be some things that folks, or that you would want to do?
1: Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, well, I'm kind of think um a lot of the beats that you just brought up sound like a lot of fun I, you know that kind of experience we don't really have that a whole whole lot or it's not the same back in la that, that kind of outdoor dining experience where you just kind of go to a, a wide open space and you just get to have this like plethora of food played out for you All right it's not something that's uh too common definitely not the same kind of vibe so i definitely want to try and you know sink my teeth into that kind of stuff Obviously, we'll see how that plays out given our current situation. Exactly. But if I can, if I can, that'd be awesome. That kind of that kind of stuff is really fun to me.
0: And, and you know, that's what I'm looking forward to. Is um, I I kind of threw that out there, made that suggestion of you know what small social picnics. Um, what was running through my head was, you know, maybe a, a small block party, you know, where. I don't know if people get together, you know, and they have. I don't know. They could go from maybe, I think someone had, was it here or somewhere else where they had like, they would get together. At the end of their their driveway, people are grilling at the end of their driveway, or they have some type of dish, and maybe family or individual could come by, you know, again, still keeping their social distance Mm -hmm. and, you know, hey, share some of their dish or have some of that dish and then invite that person over to their driveway to have something else or whatnot. We have to be creative. Yeah. We really do have to be creative. Um, So, those are what some ideas that I'm thinking of now, of course I'm, I'm quite sure that there are more that, um, people could, you know, definitely mention, or maybe there might be creative. What are your thoughts? Honestly, you know, again, we'd really love to hear from you. So you remember that telephone number is six, five, one, 200, 79. Um, you know, the phone lines are definitely open. Uh, please don't be afraid. You can call. We won't bite. <laughs> Not really. Um, so uh, feel free to again call during the the the, the conversation. Um, I'll be moving on to a different subject, but uh, again, just know that that's like the I want to talk about that at the front of the hour, or at the top of the hour, just to put that out there for uh, thought and for conversation. But um, it, aside from you know mentioning that there have been a number of restaurants that have closed you know, you feel kind of, you don't feel kind of bad, but you do feel bad for it. Um, knowing that, okay, well, well, what do you do? How, what do you do, you know, when all of these businesses are closing and how are you going to make things? I I don't know. How are you going to make it what is the restaurant scene going to look like when you, when you get back, hmm. uh, when it comes back?
1: Very interesting. I'd say,
0: right. Aside from that though, there have been a number of chefs, uh, of restaurants. Um, they, I'm going to use one as an example. Um, well, definitely chef to raspberry, um, you know, with house of gristle, uh, Justin Sutherland uh and his various um or, I want to say organizations <laughs> restaurants handsome hog public kitchen and so on um uh, I think uh Mick Germ- German uh just a number of uh industry folks. I'll just put it out there without trying to go down a a list of names, not name dropping or anything, but I just want to give a shout out to them. One specific individual is Jared Brewington. Jared Brewington. um, He's a, I would say he's a friend. Um, We've had, I've interviewed him if you would, and talked about his Restaurants, uh, and Funky Grits. You know, we know that unfortunately that closed because he changed and shifted gears. And then there's Thigh Times uh, Birdhouse that is in the warehouse district. He has actually come together to create an organization called Hearts and Hogs for Heroes. Hearts and Hogs for Heroes is a charitable organization. Uh, where it's Minnesota chefs, farmers and service industry and uh, uh, veterans have banded together to source, prepare and deliver free meals to those, especially humans that are committed to fighting uh, against the COVID-19. So, you know, they do this in love. Uh, and I believe they had their very first one down in uh, Rochester, Minnesota at the Mayo Clinic. We know that Mayo Clinic is uh, leading, if you would, the charge uh, in finding a vaccine or, t- uh, well, the testing I should say, uh, make that that correction, but uh, testing uh, and making these tests either available or testing them as quickly as possible. So uh, my recent post, uh, I believe was probably, what, the 20th? I mentioned how really they've come together behind this organization, but to think of doing something like this, uh, knowing that their businesses are either at a standstill, um, but they still wanted to do something to help the community, especially when those that are doing their utmost, those that are in the forefront, those essential workers in the, in the medical, uh, field that are at the hospitals, uh, at, Uh, testing facilities or organizations like Mayo Clinic, um, what could they do to help them? And so here they came together to create this organization uh, very creatively, you know, so that they're collaborating with so many other, uh, like I mentioned, chefs organizations, as well as uh, local farmers. Um, I forgot the name of the local farmer that, uh, got the name I'll find it I'll find it I found it (laughs) um uh, oh crap I can't find it (laughs) anyway um oh gosh I can't remember the name of the uh there are so many uh, of of them that collaborate all together Anyway, it is a post that I made, and you can definitely see that on my on the Unbuji Foodie Facebook page. Um, you have an opportunity to to also make a contribution or donation, if you would, uh, again to help in this. Uh, I, I guess this for them to continue on with that charitable uh, opportunity of feeding. Uh, other organizations or other areas. I believe the next one that they're going to be doing is the U of M, um, which it's like not far from here yeah. from where we are. Uh, but the last one that they did, uh, it was pulled pork picnic in a box. Uh, so they donated about 400 box lunches. And you really have to see the pictures and, and the vibe uh, you could feel that through the pictures themselves what the vibe was in helping these uh individuals or feeding these individuals uh literally you could run down a list of names that uh go down you know that cover er- so many areas of organizations chefs uh restaurants that have helped that have donated their time their efforts um yeah there are opportunities for us to help. Uh, even if it's may not be a lot, maybe not even be financial. Maybe it could just be being a volunteer and Hey, I could, you know, bag some stuff or put some things in a box or so, you know, I guess reach out to some of these organizations or specifically if you would, uh, and, Of course, I'm not a spokesperson for them, but if you reach out to Hearts and Hogs for Heroes, most likely they could tell you if they need or, you know, probably volunteers or if there's something that you can um, help with or offer, um, definitely reach out to them. They also have a Facebook page as well. Again, Hearts and Hogs for Heroes. Um, Check them out. Um, Jared Brewington, along with those other individuals and uh, chefs, Really have done a great uh, service um, to you know these health professionals that are looking out for our welfare and our well-being, um, and it doesn't end. Um, like I said, that was just their first mission. That was on Wednesday, May twentieth. Um, they had the opportunity to go down to Rochester to feed, um, you know the. The entire, I guess, team or staff of infectious disease and uh, lab science, um, science, uh, sciences team. Um, So they're looking forward to, you know, continuing that. Um, They need people, um, need good people like that and uh, having these opportunities to show that we care about them as well, not just, hey, where is uh, where's my test? I I need it right now. Uh, When when am I going to get it back? You, gotta, you know They're working hard. They're without their families, too, or they're working around the clock to find things. And so, of course, people need to get fed. And if there's an opportunity uh, to lend a hand to feed certain ones, you know, here they've come up with this creative idea or opportunity to do so. So, you know, why not support them? Why not support them? so again keep in mind you could always go to uh i'll mention it once again hearts and hogs for heroes uh and find out more about them just check them out check them out uh we never did find out about uh casserole did we or anything no one dang
1: um i've been double checking my my post got no love
0: oh lord oh (laughs) anyway we'll find that out maybe sometime soon or whatever <laughs> Or we'll just have to broach that uh, conversation at another time okay so uh, moving on um you you know you learn something new every day honestly <laughs> and believe me i am not one to say that i know everything especially well uh, about food that is or i won't say just follow me oh wow we have a caller hold on a second caller (laughs) hi caller thanks so much for your phone call tell us where you're from and uh, your name Hi, How are you, sister?
2: Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm getting there.
0: Oh, I'm getting there. I understood. I
2: have a, a proud moment right now with the hospital
0: staff showing them uh, pictures of my my brother, the um, bougie foodie, and letting him hear your voice. <laughs> um, oh, my goodness.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. Um, <laughs>
0: did you have a comment just about the the topic or uh yeah
2: about something that you said in the past. And i don't want to hold up your um your you know your progression of your show but i think that at the end of the the pandemic we're going to find ourselves very strong in in a way that we probably had never anticipated because um, whether or not um you cook still have been able to utilize outside of resources. You have your favorite spot where you go after work and get your, you know, cup of beer or you, get, you go somewhere nice and have a short day. But it's, it's going to, to uh, I think, food, a lot of food, and that's why a lot of organizations, food go organizations right now are dealing with the food issue. Because food is so many things, so many different people, you know, besides the main resources, nutrition, In a time like this, we can show people that we care and love, you know, but we're going to know how to make something out of nothing.
0: Exactly. We're
2: going to be able to look in that cabinet and say, you know what, when we were, you know, on quarantine, we didn't, we couldn't go out. And I was craving this, so I went, that way. now you love your way. Exactly. You know what I mean? Um, I don't know what to anticipate, you know, for the rest of of the time or how long it's going to last. And until we know the parameters of that, it's gonna be hard to, to say, make like like you were saying about the creative ways that you can have like a, a block party where everyone's at the end of the driveway and only gets one you know an item or passes it down or whatever. Right. Um, you know how that goes. But there's a lot of things that can be done and that we need to look at this experience. We always should be trying to find the good in an experience, especially if it's one that's kind of it seems never ending at this time um, to find something to do that's going to help get us through and it's going to help us to regain a sense of normalcy exactly So, and and, and the other thing that yeah. I wanted to say is I'm so saddened by the fact that there's no fair this year <laughs> and I'm glad that, that I've had to experience it I've gotten a chance to experience it before and I think a great topic as get closer just there or even now to have people call in and say what their experiences that there has been or what food they're going to be looking forward to, you know, that they're sad that they're going to miss this year. Exactly. But I I had a blast. It wasn't just the food. It was a combination of food and the people and you know everybody in Minnesota is just so nice and it was good. <laughs> it
0: was good well, we appreciate... Hi. It. Well, we appreciate your phone call, and definitely you know uh you know appreciate those sentiments as well, because yeah i yeah, you know, I honestly believe that people are are gonna feel like kind of lost without having nothing to look forward to um you know during the time that you know they would normally expect for the fair itself, as well as all the other different types of uh events or food events that are. Would normally be scheduled during that time period so no we appreciate your phone call and your sentiments on that as well
2: no problem keep up the good work i love you guys
0: i <laughs> love you, you too. too feel better get you. better i'll talk to you later Thank
2: you. All bye. Right.
0: bye and so there you have it <laughs> that's my sister calling from the los angeles or orange the city of orange <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Uh, so again, feel uh, feel free. You know the the phone lines are open. You have the opportunity to you know voice your opinion as well. Um, you know the conversation is still out there, or any topics that we're about to talk about or mention. Feel free to join in uh, because you know it's it's that type of show. It's not like you know you have a specific specific time where you could talk only on just the subject you know i'd really like to leave the show open so that people as they hear certain points or something or maybe they weren't able to call in because they were driving or whatnot and they really want to talk about we're willing to jump back to that yeah, uh, that a, t- a subject exactly pass by you can still come exactly back feel free to feel do, free do that thoughts but i was mentioning about um not knowing everything about <laughs> food i really don't <laughs> Uh, I mean, I, I, I know quite a bit and I definitely, hello, I have a food show. Um, but again, people are always learning. Um, I'm quite sure there are chefs out there that are probably learning something new themselves that have probably been in the culinary industry for for years, decades, however long, but then they find something, oh, well of course they're not going to be like, oh, wow I didn't know that, they're going to just take that in and say, oh, I'm going to use that in my next next dish or my next technique or whatever, but it's going to be in the back of their mind, I'm not saying that, I'm saying I don't know everything right now (laughs) But I'm saying that because uh, I came across this this cheat sheet uh, and maybe there are chefs uh, or individuals that do a lot of cooking and probably know or have an idea of this. But using the right onion, I know. uh, Okay. right. I know that sounds very weird, but I'm going to go through them, too, because and they list what? Uh four different onions and one that's not really an onion, but it can be kind of be considered an onion sort of, which is a shallot. So I think I'll probably start. I'll leave that one for last and you'll understand why I'm saying that. OK, so the first one is a sweet onion and I'm going to let you know what it is, what it's best for and how best to use it so here uh the first one is again the sweet onion it's best for frying uh you could use that for onion rings for uh, what is that oh my goodness i don't know what that is (laughs) uh i don't know uh anyway roasted and roasted vegetables i'm not sure about what the thing is (laughs) that's funny I don't know what that is. Gratini's I think. That's int- I, admittedly I do not know what a Gratini is and I'm going to have to find out about it. What's a Gratini?
1: You know what? Well, that just, I don't know off the top of my head. That's what I was about to but ask it sounds familiar. Like I feel like I've heard that before. And
0: it's spelled just the way that you expect. Uh, G-R-A-T-I-N-I-S Gratini's. Anyway. Okay. So that's what it can be used for. The next one, and he'll tell us what a gratini is in just a moment, It um, is a red onion. <laughs> That's funny because it says best when you're eating raw. I Listen, I'm just saying this is not a made up type of list or deal or whatever. What is it? What is it? It's, there's no description or is no, just
1: I'm just double checking if there's how it was
0: spelled. Yeah, I think. G r a t i n, yeah, i s.
1: Give me a second because this article that I found is in Swedish. <laughs>
0: uh, well, I yeah. Sorry, I don't speak Swedish. <laughs> um, so the red onion, yeah. Best eating raw. Ro- now I'm not exactly sure what they mean by that, unless you're talking about uh, when it's not cooked. Uh, so for me, I'm thinking of. And they do give the listing of here, but I'm like, I can, there are maybe like three of these onions that I feel that I can, I could eat raw, like in a salsa or maybe on a burger, you know what I mean? So here for the red onion, it says it's good for guacamole, uh, pickled onions, um, salads and sandwiches. The next one is the white onion. Uh, it is the crunchiest and it has the sharpest, um, as they describe it, the sharpest zing, or that's going to really uh, have that give you that full that full taste of an onion. I know that seems weird, but you know how something is, can be really tart and your salivary glands go kind of crazy. <laughs> yeah, the the onion, this particular onion, the white onion, is is basically strong in that sense so this one it it can be used for salsas, for chutneys and for stir fry the next is the yellow onion, Uh, this is the best all around cooking onion, it's best used for meat roast (laughs) I know, sorry Uh, braised meat uh, braised meat dishes uh, sauces, soups and stews so yeah that, that's very very interesting because um, I would uh, now admittedly I don't think I would have ever used like a red onion for a stew in a stew at all no uh, I don't think so either uh, it would either be the yellow onion or the white one now to get a better understanding of I feel like I need to take a picture of this and put it on my <laughs> on my refrigerator and then you know specifically you know do these dishes based upon this onion list okay so that was for the fifth one as i mentioned it's not i don't really consider it an onion per se but again as i mentioned it's it's the shallot so it's milder and it's more subtle and this one you're able to use for vinaigrettes uh egg casseroles and garnishes and again with it being so mild and being as subtle as it is um I use it for other stuff, too. I mean, it, I, I, I don't believe that there is like a hard and fast rule where you have to use a yellow onion for this or you have to use a shallot for that. Um, I think with a shallot for me, I will use a shallot in pretty much almost anything um, I will because I love the taste of it. It is mild. I do find when I am. I guess, chopping it or, or you know dicing, whatever I'm doing uh, using it for, I will pick up a piece and put it in my mouth and just eat it because I love the taste of it, just like that, raw. Um, definitely have had it in a number of pasta dishes. I'll do it with some shrimp, and it's a, especially, good, I think I love it with shrimp and garlic um, when it's that mixture of that. I mean, yes, mm-hmm. the other onions themselves, but for some, some reason or another, when I have a shallot, or when I'm using a shallot with shrimp and, excuse me, with garlic, uh, and that mixture between the two, it's, I don't know how to describe it. It's not, of course, as that onion flavor, um, but it's it's that hint of it. Um, and, of course, with it being so mild, it takes on the flavor also of... Um, Maybe in this case a garlic flavor, yeah. uh, because of it being you know, so mild. Right, exactly. It, it melds together, you know, with whatever uh, other vegetable can be. You know, the same thing with. The, I've used it, or when I'm doing cooking with maybe bell peppers, or, or, uh, with um, uh, maybe a, 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 um, uh, I was going to say serrano pepper or or jalapeno, uh, when you don't want that re a whole lot of heat you want some heat but you want um still that that onion flavor uh as well i'll use a shallot but again i'm still a person that's learning still a lot about you know foods and so forth and this right here is a fine example of me not really knowing everything there is to know about an onion uh clearly, i didn't realize that there are specific onions that are best used for certain dishes I mean <laughs> did you all know that? <laughs> Anyone out there know if you did, please let me know so that I could uh you know learn more about that because uh yeah, I thought that was really interesting. And I wanted to share so and
1: well i I did find an article that I could read
0: okay, <laughs> okay.
1: um so basically, it's just used to um, describe any type. It's a it says it's a culinary technique in which the ingredients are topped with a brown crust. Most uh, usually breadcrumbs, grated cheese, egg, or butter. Interesting. And so that's kind of like a, a class of dish. And it says a most uh, most common um, like type would, uh, would be like uh, scallop potatoes. It says okay and it has some other examples here like uh pictures so it's just kind of uh kind of like a culinary style it's okay yeah uh,
0: i mean that's like i said i've never i wasn't familiar with that Gratini. so i was like was that was this a the mistake on that part <laughs> a typing mistake or an error i don't know but clearly you know you learn something um every day or You know, I I wish I learned this long time ago. (laughs) I mean, for okay, like for I like my salsas. I put in a a white onion and a yellow. I mean, and a red onion. That's just that's just me. Um, And clearly, it said red onion. You know, the the uses for it: guacamole, pickled onions, salads, sandwiches. I'm like, hmm have I been doing it wrong? Nah, I don't think so. You know, and when I say salsa, I I should kind of clarify that my pico de gallo actually, but some folks, you know, still refer to it as salsa. But anyway, that's how I like it. I add a white onion uh, for every, for uh, like a whole white onion, and then I'll do a half of that, um, the red onion. I like it because of the color. I like it because it gives a, a different type of there's a different flavor uh, with a red onion than it is for a white or for a yellow or maybe the, the sweet onion. Um, and it's just great in a salsa. It really is. Uh, let's not even go into, you know, if we were doing a chili because, yeah, I will definitely use a red onion and a white onion. I will use a shallot. I know that's like it seems like over a lot, but I like a lot of vegetables and I mean, yeah, that's another topic. But I'm just saying that, hey, I will use two onions, two different types of onions in a dish if, if I'm making something. And not because I really knew that that's how it's supposed to be used or specifically that it could be used for a salsa or for a chutney or for a meat roast or whatever. It's just it's what I like. And sometimes that's what's best. Make it how you like it, (laughs) you know. Anyway, I'm 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 just throwing things out there.
1: (laughs) No, no, I'll co-sign that. I'll Uh, co-sign. Yeah.
0: Um. Okay, so this is going to be a little bit funny for me because I'm laughing because (laughs) or or snickering a bit because you know how when you have cereal at home, maybe like. I'm I'm a frosted frosted flakes freak, and it's proven. This is accurate. Yes, Shush. Um, and so I, I I tend to do or concentrate on one box of cereal. It's very very rare that I'll have three boxes, three different boxes of cereal, unless I'm like I'm really feeling kind of I don't want frosted flakes today, which that I don't think we'll say never. Um, Hell would freeze over before that happens. Whatever. Um, Let's just say there was Frosted Flakes, uh, Captain Crunch, and I don't know. What's another one? I don't know. Well, I'll I'll just say Honey Bunches of Oats. I'm just using, no, not Honey Bunches of Oats, Cheerios. Honey Nut Cheerios. Um, And there's not enough to really fill the bowl. And you know in each of those boxes Don't uh, say it. Yes Yes no. I have And I'm not, I'm not ashamed to say it I will put my Frosted Flakes The Captain Crunch And the Honey Bunches of Oats All together And stir it up Pour my milk over it And enjoy that whole entire thing And I only mention this because I think you know a guy Yeah well hmm. Uh Who Let me see Where is it Clearly, you haven't seen this, but there is an article that someone wrote in Food Beast, uh, a very recent article. As a matter of fact, May 21st, where Frosted Flakes and Fruit Loops, uh, I'll just say Kellogg's, is doing a mashup. Frosted (laughs) Frosted Flakes and Fruit Loops. And it's called mashups. Kellogg's mashups.
1: This is a sacrilege. I don't care what you say. Hey. And we will not take this lying down.
0: Clearly, it says, as a kid... I'm just going to read part of this article. Uh, As a kid, have you ever faced a tough decision between eating Frosted Flakes or Fruit Loops for your breakfast cereal? Have you ever waited until your mom walked away and then ended up combining the two together? Now, see, clearly you know that's that's a totally different scenario where you have enough in each bowl right, i mean in each sounds like questionable experimentation well, well exactly the scenario
1: you described was
0: is a little it's bit a more struggle right exactly it's like you i mean here it's like oh dang there's just like a, a little bit right. of frosted flakes a little bit that's Ooh. like combination out of necessity exactly that's how i've done it now here this is Kids are just kind of sitting around. It's like I want to. It's almost like they're being devious. I want to. I want to put my Frosted Flakes with my fruit Loops. Where's mom? Is she gone yet? Yeah, she's gone. Let's do it. And then, yeah, that's how. Yeah, and clearly, you know, I don't know. Maybe other folks have maybe taken pictures of it or something like that. Anyway, there's going to be something out there. I don't know when it's supposed to be, but it says what um oh gosh oh it says it's going to be available this mashup cereal is going to be available at participating grocery um, store retailers nationwide for a limited time beginning this june do you think i'm not going to do this i'm going to get one of these now clearly i feel like i there should i don't think it should be frosted flakes I think think it should be that combination that I'm like
1: what frosted flakes and fruit loops. I don't think it should be
0: frosted. I mean, fruit loops and frosted flakes. I feel that it should be fruit loops and Captain Crunch.
1: Actually, I think that could work.
0: Yes. And, And I would not be mad if it were even just crunch berries and frosted flakes. Yeah. Okay. Thank you.
1: All right. I'm with you.
0: Thank you. So I'm not totally crazy. But yes, this time. Hmm, whatever. I feel that it is possible. I know that it's the, it's the weird thing to talk about. Uh, but I
1: mean, that's. I mean, isn't that what, you know, uh, you know the, the culinary scene during these COVID times are all about experimentation, what? doing stuff with what you got in the house. Well, hey, that you, might be your situation. And you're like, I never even thought to mix the cereals, and Let's then when go. you do,
0: you're like. Why haven't I not done this right? before?
1: You never know
0: exactly. What is it they say? um, Is it necessity is the? Gosh, I can't. I know the adage. I think it's
1: isn't it like necessity breeds creativity or something? Yes, like that? Or it's invention. Or yes, something to that,
0: something like, to that nature. People but,
1: are like, who are these guys who don't know this?
0: Quote? Well, because well, you don't use it that often. You know, it's just kind of like what? Oh gosh. Anyway, there there it is. Necessity is the mother of invention. Necessity is the mother of invention. And even though you're not like inventing or like recreating the wheel, because again, I think I'm just going to say it is more. um, I'm just going to say it. People of color will do this more than Uh, non-people of color because if anything it would be excuse me I have to get into character little Johnny why haven't you eaten your cereal mom but there isn't that much frosted flakes well why don't you mix it with some mom I can't do that yeah exactly You just...
1: But that sounds like a fire commercial.
0: Yeah, well, exactly. <laughs>
1: that's going to be the commercial for Kellogg's mashups. Mm-hmm. Kellogg execs, if you're listening, take notes. Mm-hmm.
0: I'm trying to figure out how that's going to be. They are great. And what, a two can, what is Serious, Toucan Sam going to be saying? The game ain't the same no more. Then no, it's not. But I'm just like...
1: Ain't nobody know. running around like Cindy Mun. That yeah. was the best serial mascot, period.
0: <sighs> anyway... I'm just saying that here you clearly have, you know, this mashup that I, I, I'm going to try it. I admit, and even if I don't get the mashup box itself, because I would like to see exactly how that is going to, to go, you know, what will be the ratio between, you know, Frosted Flakes to Fruit Loops, and when you pour out the box, is it just going to be mo- mainly frosted? I mean, fr- uh, Fruit Loops that come out first, and then Frosted Fl- like Frosted Flakes are at the bottom with some residuals of the of the Fruit Loops on top, or vice versa. Yeah, I know. I'm se- seeming to go down a a, a very neurotic type it's path right, right now. How
1: deeply, he thinks about cereal.
0: especially <laughs> because it's Frosted Flakes. Frosted Flakes are light lighter. Yeah, you're um, right. Fruit loops, like of course, fruit
1: loops are bigger. So the ratio just for like balance sake would have to be more Frosty Flakes to balance out how much bigger that the fruit loop. is.
0: Exactly. So y'all could be out there laughing. Well, I we really don't got nerdy care. About cereal. Well, hey, what is this show called? It's called the unbougie foodie for, for a reason. <clears throat> because Fair some enough. folks would be like, why are they talking about this? Because it's important to me. And it's, I'm quite sure that it's important to other people. I'm quite sure that there are parents that are out there that would be like, well, dang, I've been doing mashups. We've been doing mashups a long time before Kellogg's decided they wanted to call it mashups. If right. anything, we were the ones that came up with the mashup. <laughs> well, you should have brought it to Kellogg and you would have been rich by now. Right. But then, too, they would have been like, no, I'm sorry. We, we're we not going to consider that.
1: Right. And then two years later, it, they're going to come out
0: with mashup. Exactly. Mash-ups. With mashup <laughs> and be like, wait, hold up. I brought that to y'all I was telling y'all it's like look y'all need to make bigger boxes of cereal or whatever and so I can feed my five children Oh, okay maybe I'm just saying I'm just putting that out there however many children I have in my household or because my husband or my wife decides that they want to have a big uh, what uh, pasta sized bowl of cereal and use maybe a quarter of the gallon of milk to hey, pour I over their cereal
1: what I didn't come here to be attacked why you
0: Oh, we well, see. You're the one. Say- I didn't point to you. I did not to you. I'm like, I, I feel, you know, when folks feel guilty, you know, they start to speak up and attacked. Really? Wow. Mm. Interesting. Very interesting. Uh, again, I don't want to forget about you, my followers, my listeners. Uh, please feel free to give us a call if you have any comments or or questions, or you want just join in the conversation, the crazy conversation that we have here on the on Bougie Foodie. Please feel free to give us a call <laughs> six five one five. Uh, Ooh, sorry, six five one two hundred thirty four seventy nine. I can't give you my personal phone number. <laughs> no, can't. No, six five one two hundred three four seven nine. Uh yeah, <laughs> so yeah, there you have it. Mashups. Um, I'm I'm totally in for it, but I I really want to see. They need to do more. They need to do Frosted Flakes and Captain Crunch, unless Captain Crunch is under I is under is it on is it under I, I was I was gonna say Nabisco. I don't. I think I don't, I don't know.
1: Like the cereal. Ooh, Dang. To which company?
0: Um, oh, wait. Captain Crunch. Sorry, we're doing on the fly research at the moment. Because <laughs> uh, I'm thinking. Because la, 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 la.
1: it's not General Mills.
0: Yes. It is? Well, it's Quaker Oats. Oh, okay. So that's what, the reason why it won't be. Dang it. Dang it. Ugh. I think there it's a, it, there comes a time where there needs to be a cross a, you know a bipartisan Except for the greater good yeah need for to just
1: tear down party lines heck
0: yeah serial <laughs> party lines need to be crossed <laughs> altogether i that's what i say i'm just saying anybody else feels that way please let me know or if you feel differently please still let me know you're not going to sway me though <laughs> I'm giving you opportunity to say what you feel but you're not going to sway me I I still feel that it needs to be yeah it needs to be crossed anyway <clears throat> excuse me oh my goodness so I I, I really want to broach I, I don't not really uh, in a little bit of time I don't want to be negative I don't want to be sad uh, you know the lists of... I don't know. The lists of restaurants that have closed in the Twin Cities. Uh, Who really wants to, you know, kind of like, look at that. It's, It's just sad to consider. I mean... Here we have places like that have been around for. uh, It's for some folks, you know, certain decades. Whether it be two decades, three decades. (sighs) Yeah, I don't know. It just feels bad. Just, I don't know. We wanted to kind of like I, w- I want to give it an entire time period rather than just like the last five minutes of the show. I don't want to end on a negative note. Um, so I think I won't. I don't want to touch it. I, I'll, I'll approach it next week. You know, there are a number of reasons. I just want to. We've, we've already got bad news enough yeah. with the with with the, you know, the state. Finding out that the state fair is not going to be possible i i just want to kind of like let it be happy and and kind of end happy happily you know talking about of flakes and cereal and so forth that's my happy place (laughs) it is uh you know what we still have a few more minutes but i want to include uh anyone out there that you know wants to maybe give a shout out um you know mention maybe their business or, or so forth um Uh, Definitely want to give a shout out to uh, um, Chef Jemetta Raspberry, House of Gristle. Uh, Definitely to, um, uh, I I don't want to mess this up. I I don't ever want to mess it up. Um, Hearts and Hogs for Heroes. Uh, And I I say that because there's another company or business called Hearts and Hands hearts heart to hand so i don't want to (laughs) confuse confuse it to totally different scenario anyway um but hearts and hogs for heroes uh definitely a shout out for you know these chefs and food contributors and all the volunteers that have been working to you know feed these these folks that are frontline essential health care providers um we we thank you um and it's just interesting that you know we find out sometimes about these things that the last minute um which i thought was really interesting too because it's it it is really fun to see an organization start a process of something and you, true enough they don't want to just kind of like blurt it out and just start you know you start slowly seeing things you know maybe some activities um and so thank you, Jared. Jared was just kind of like putting, here's a picture, you know, um, of something that they were doing. I think they were getting some hogs from a, a particular, uh, farm. Um, the farm donated these hogs and said, Hey, you know, we want to help, mm-hmm. um, and then, of course, the chefs were like, "Okay, well, I want to add this, or I'd like to, you know, help cook the meat, or or whatever." Yeah, just kind watching it right itself exactly. And then for it to come, you know, with this full here's this full organization, you know, it's and just you know knock it out the box, um, you know, Mayo Clinic, you know, kind of had a in Rochester, that is they had written up an article about um all of these chefs and their the collaborations that they did as well as you know the food contributors uh and pretty much to say thank you um it's so much to say that as well. Uh, for me to say it just verbally, I mean, I wasn't even involved or, or whatnot, but I'm just saying it's nice to see that, as well as to have an opportunity to say thank you uh, for them to for coming up with this uh, this concept and this idea uh, and willingness to work together and collaborate to feed these individuals because they're doing um, you know their best uh, to make sure that we are staying safe or that we are able to you know, check our health, um, making sure that, you know, we are getting the testing that we need. Some of us still have not. So that's another, another topic. This is not political show. This is about food, although it can cross lines in that regard. But again, that's specifically about testing and so forth. Um, no, I'll leave that for another type of show, (laughs) but for right now, feeding these folks that are doing these wonderful, um, things, is like what more can you do is to say thank you to these folks you know for what they you know their their efforts and their creativity so yeah thank you all very very much uh we are certainly coming to the uh end of the show uh and w- uh, once again i just want to thank you all so much for taking the time to sit down with myself and my co-host uh the umbuji foodie jr uh Know that we are here I know that uh, because of the COVID-19 situation you know we Have been here Like almost every other week we'll get back On schedule and be here on a Weekly basis but you know we definitely Wanted to make sure uh, we came in This week and talked about uh, you Know one or two subjects and then definitely Wanted to share about um, You know hearts and Hogs for heroes uh, and Say thank you on that So Once again, I really do appreciate uh, you sitting down with me. Um, This hour, it goes so quickly sometimes. Um, Thanks for listening to the banter, too. I (laughs) love, you know, it was good banter because it was about Frosted Flakes and a mashup. (laughs) Make sure to check out uh, that information in June. But aside from that, please make sure that you're wearing your masks. Uh, you're uh, protecting yourselves as well as protecting others you know it's important for us to look out for one another in this re- in this regard in this aspect uh, as i end every show i want to let you know and remind you never to let anyone tell you what type of food you do be because food is important to all of us and that should be our experience until next time peace peace
2: for a food day.